I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Nightside, we're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right, welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Geary. Thanks so much for jumping in with us. We really appreciate it. Glad to hear that there are no delays down there from that ladder in the road. Hopefully that means that that uh, mm. they didn't hurt anybody because, boy, those things. And ladders, man. Ladders are the culprits. It's always ladders. Ladders and couches. Oh. And yeah. diapers. The uh, diapers. Is that what you just said? Hmm. Did you say diapers? And diapers, yeah. Wow. In the road? Yeah, like little bags, little bags of garbage like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something. I'm calling your bluff on the diapers in the road. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> I've never seen a lot of diapers in the road. Uh, other people uh, texting in uh, what they would spend their stimulus money on. <laughs> right. And the, the, uh, well, Daniel Daniel took a swipe at the uh, he took a swipe at at at, uh, at stimulus Steve's idea of the PS5 to have a PS2 and a three taped together. He said, why would somebody spend 1200 bucks on a PS5 when they could get an actual game console like an Xbox One? And I was like, I don't get that joke, but Ethan probably would. Yeah, man, it's because PlayStations are for teenagers. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many people right now that are uh, upset. There's a, uh, it's, like, it's, like when, it's like when you make fun of somebody with an Android phone. Oh, I've got something I want to write into Carousel. <laughs> I'm gonna get a couple of letters in the mail from uh, from somebody. All right, Some, we got some. We have a few texts though coming in what on things have? that you're gonna spend that stimulus what check you, on. What do you have? Someone says they can use it to pay rent, food, or medicine. There so obviously very prudent. Keeping it local, that's good. Someone else says a concrete slab on the side of the house, finishing the RV pad. Oh, Yay. see, that's pretty right. cool. And there's somebody. Look, there's a couple things going on there. RVs are very popular, so maybe you bought an RV, getting going, and then you're paying some local person to get that. Get that concrete slob. Na- slob. <laughs> well, you're at least probably buying bags of concrete at your local Home, home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true. I could uh, be true. I just but, assumed they'd be like me and would not be able to pour their own concrete slab. You know what's interesting, though? And and I, and I just, I just want to kind of make an observation here to address what – because very few people are really addressing this. And, and as, as far as I can tell – Liberals we're, and conservatives alike have, have lapped up this money. We're the only show. We're and, the and, only show that's talking about it. And, we're the only I show talking about it. And I don't. I don't mean to pretend that um, these payments are frivolous or not necessary or anything. Like that I'm not, I'm not trying to. We we've cracked a few jokes because this is so different from what we normally see. <laughs> um, but I think though the one thing that conservatives ought to keep their eye on is this growing conversation over universal basic income. Because uh, for a lot of people, these stimulus checks have validated that idea that giving money to people stimulates the economy. 
And in the past, what we saw is we saw the trickle-down theory, which is where if you gave money to rich people through the form of tax cuts, for example, then that would trickle down. They would create jobs with that money. Well, now we're starting to see formed on the other side this kind of new theory. Well, if you put, if you give money to people at street level, they will invest in their local economy. That will spur the economy forward, generate jobs. And so this is something that was addressed uh, very seriously by Andrew Yang, who was one of the presidential candidates on the Democratic side this year. And a lot of people are looking at these stimulus checks saying, well, you know what? Maybe there's room and oh, maybe this the validates the he's idea. The guy, he's the guy who wanted those. Um, he wanted you to get paid for all the for, the idea was you'd be getting paid for basically having your information out there that's already out there. You know, all these companies take your info and they take it for free from you and then they get paid on it, on selling it back and forth. Well, that then, was that was one of his concepts. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. The other is... But it was, it was basically but it was basically a monthly check for that. Sure, sure. And and it's uh, um, and it's I'm not saying that's the best way to go. I'm just trying to kind of point out and say, hey, when you spend this money, <laughs> just know the conversation that's going on with it mm. and be prepared for it because, boy, it's going to come. uh it's going to be a serious one in the next couple of years, I think. Uh, someone Ethan texting Br in, I'll sell you a slightly used freeway ladder for $1,200. Oh, freeway ladder is about like a, uh, yeah, freeway ladder is, uh, freeway ladder is longer than it was originally. So that's, you got that going for you. It's stretched mm -hmm. out just a little bit. Might be missing, missing a couple a few parts steps. here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I, speaking of debris in the road. I was on the freeway today and just, you know, ride on one of those. And, and I'm, I'm assuming it got there not not because it was, uh, you know, we were all lucky, but somebody probably hit it and then enough people hit it to where it was just right in the middle of the lane. Or not in the middle of the lane. It was in the middle of the lines on the HOV lane. Mm -hmm. So that's a place where people can avoid it and just not have to really leave the lane or anything oh, for good. it. It was between those two double white lines, and it was probably a – one foot by one foot by one foot um chunk of 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 uh of concrete you oh know, it was my just, just a little bit bigger than a cinder block but it looked like it was asphalt and i was like oh pff, someone's gonna hit that thing and it is gonna just ruin their day oh yeah it's I gonna mean, be thing, completely if my car hits that thing i it my car will be totaled by my insurance there's it, the entire underbelly of my car will be ripped up all the way you know what i mean like no oil pan, all those things. So, you know, those are the kinds of things that don't just create a problem on the road. They ruin cars. So whatever you drop on the freeway and go, eh, I guess we lost it on the freeway somewhere. You know, in Ethan's case, his diapers apparently that he left on the road. These are these are real problems for people. Mm -hmm. So pick up your diapers, would you? Uh, on, okay. Man. Millard, I'm glad we had that talk. Uh, we've Oh, darn it. We got to get to Google at some point and what they're going to be doing next year. Okay. We'll come back. We got Ethan's headlines. We're going to sneak in that Google what they're going to do with their 200,000 employees through next year. Trying to figure out, or through at least uh, halfway through next year, a year from now, how they're going to be handling their uh, their current work system. What are you doing at your office? Are they going to are they bringing you guys back yet? Are they keeping you guys at home if you can? Stay with us. Five seven five zero zero is the text number. More to go. News, traffic, and weather right now on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. 
More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.